I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtung Millwall. Free kick. Williams will take the right side. The right side free kick. It's about halfway inside the, the Everton halves. Everyone's gone forward. Everton have got everyone back. It's floated into the mix. Ball bounces down. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Achtung Millwall. My name is Nick Hart. I'm sitting in block one with Crazy Horse himself. Mr. Dean Andrews, welcome to the show, Neil. Evening. We're here, of course, for the uh, arrival of Fulham in the Championship. Another critical game, another season-turning game. Um, I thought we've already had two season-turning games at Leeds. We've got beat and again at the weekend versus West Brom. We've fallen short on both occasions. So this really is... Um, in my opinion, last chance saloon against a very decent Fulham side that will also want to win to go into the second position of the table and take that automatic position from Leeds United, which you both want to happen but don't want to happen because we want to get the three points here tonight, dear listeners. Your team new sees the return of um, Alex Pierce. I'm going to guess that's a three-man central defence, Pierce, Hutchinson and Cooper with uh, Murray Wallace and, and Marlon Romeo either side. Midfield is Jason Malombi and Ryan Woods. On the wings will be uh, Jed Wallace and Ferguson. Mel, was Ferguson start tonight? He's on the bench. Ferguson must be Bovarson and Tom Bradshaw is up front in that case. Whoever missed? I probably missed. Who's that? 5-3-2. 5-3-2. I probably missed somebody. Apologies. By the time you get to hear this, you'll know the, the outcome and the, uh, the score and all the uh, ins and the outs. So Millwall obviously in their um, famous dark blue and white, and Fulham in their equally famous white and black shorts. It's a cool evening, not cold in my opinion, cool. I've got two Neil's got two jumpers on. He's a Scotsman, but he's been down here a long time. Feels the cold. I've got nothing under my kilt. <laughs> nothing under his kilt. 
a Devlinska. The red lights of um, Canary Wolf twinkle away in a distance above the floodlit den. Pitch was horrendous on Sunday. Not looking quite so bad tonight, but it does look patchy on um, both flanks actually, the right side and the left side as we look. Been a tough season for the pitch. Apologies for no show on Sunday, dear listeners. My old Sony voice recorder died. RIP my voice recorder. It finally gave up the ghost. Um, I've had it many, many years. Done great service, travelled the length and breadth of the country. Many, many shows, much recording, but it finally died. So, um, for the moment, at least, for the remainder of the season, I should be working from my iPhone, so I hope that's uh, good enough quality for you. And if it isn't, there is a money-back guarantee on this show. Apply to Apple, send a letter to them in uh, San Diego, wherever they're based, in California, and tell them to, that you're demanding a full refund of your Achtung Millwall podcast. So it's going to be Fulham kicking off, attacking the Colbro Lane in the first half, in accordance with the uh, Codex Amiatus, as written by the Venerable Bede at Jarrow Monastery in the 8th century. Gary Rowett speaking on the news that Den is calling for a response to three pretty disappointing results, four disappointing results if you throw in the Sheffield United Cup game. Uh, Leeds, I thought we were rightfully beaten. Sheffield Wednesday should have taken the three points and didn't. And then, of course, well beaten again on Sunday afternoon at home to West Brom, in my humble opinion. The away game at Fulham earlier on this season was obviously one of the most one-sided performances in the, in the wrong way from the middle perspective in uh, living memory if ever long ball falls there for Jed to chase down that's the taken it was a world record for a lack of possession or possession 14.8% the worst ever possession in the league game in English football since records began it was the first time I think the doubts really set in about Neil Harris because we may or may not have won that game we might have done better but it was, it was just um, almost willfully accepting defeat from the very start that night um, we seem to have a different mindset now under Gary Rowett. Great stuff to great tackle there by Ryan Woods to concede a free kick, unfortunately. Maybe not such a great tackle in that case. But Gary Rowett's calling a response for a response to Sunday's poor show. Um, I think he described it as us turning up for uh, a, a late summer's evening's game in May, the way we performed. But I did think West Brom were a decent side, decently organised, strong and powerful. And as we said on the, the fan show, they showed that there is a, another level in this division. Any road, this is a, a free kick for Fulham. Right of centre, about halfway side the, the Fulham half. Coming up to two minutes, 18 will take. Taken short, they're trying to work a little bit of space. There's an article on The Guardian about how angry is your football match. Is it too angry? There's a ball into the middle, that's 1-0. That is as soppy and soft a goal as you're going to see in a long time. Two minutes gone, Mill nil, Fulham one. Very poor defending there, Neil. Non-existent, mate. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Sloppy goal. Um, Fulham will go second tonight if they win, and they've made a great start from their perspective. That was a basic cross into the box. Uh, defenders backed off. Three-man defence tonight. That should, this should be our strong point, our strong suit. Poor defence. No defence. Question of keeping decision didn't come out. They were in different directions other than the ball. Horrendous goal. Three minutes on the clock. Fulham taking any turn. This is the reform. My pet hate in modern the modern game. Rowett called for a response. I don't think that was quite what he had in mind. The crowd have certainly responded, as you can hear. 4-0 at the Craven Cottage. It finished. 
back in August, was it? Early September, long while ago now. A miserable looking shot going around it on the big screen. He can't be happy with what he's seen in these last few games. It's um, we, we, we put together a very, very decent run based on team spirit, but that seems to have abandoned Long ball forwards from defence for Tom Bradshaw. says that's way too long. Four minutes. Yeah, an article on the, on the Guardian earlier on asking if um, your football match gets too angry. Um, I've been brought up on anger at Millwall ever since I started coming in 1972, so it's probably not such an easy question to answer as a Millwall fan. Jed not been in the greatest of form recently. We do keep a, a throw in over on the uh, right side. This is Ryan Woods now on the on the right. Finds Marlon. Trying to work a little one through. He does well with, with Jed Royce there. That's going to go for a corner. Right side of corner. Second corner of the game so far for Millwall. Tonight's game is going out on Sky TV, of course. Even so, decent like, looking crowd for a midweek fixture. And it comes towards Sean Hutchinson. Gets ahead to it. It's Tom Bradshaw. That's one each! One all! John Daddy Bovarsson! Couple of headers over. John Daddy at the right side. He was not offside. He was offside. The stadium's frozen. White shirts surrounding the lines when it's been given. One all. He's disallowed it. What's he given? Total confusion, referring the linesman conversing. He did look offside. Another eternal delay whilst the referee and the linesman make their minds up. He's given it! Oh! <laughs> Fulham players furious! You love to see it, dear listeners! Totally the wrong decision, but in our favour! <laughs> Side to me now. I don't know, everyone looked at him after it came off him. The wheels like the world froze. Like an old Australian um, black and white TV from my youth called the Magic Boomerang. When you threw a magic boomerang, everything froze, and that's what happened now. That's it, it's one all. Let's put the crowd into play. Well, we needed some luck, and I think we've got it there, I'll tell you that much, dear listeners. <laughs> John Daddy Bovarson, I think. Seems to have been in a turn, he's been in there, it's a pull forwards. John Daddy's chased this Kevin offside. He was, <laughs> he was about five yards offside there. I think the referee's um, judgment has wobbled there, to be quite honest, because um, I think he wanted to disallow it, but then felt he'd already pointed at the centre spot. Yeah, I don't think he did, because he pointed it straight away. But he put it straight away, he said goal, yeah. Well, it's got the crowd involved. Nice flick header from Murray Wallace. Finds um, John Daddy on the left now. This is Ryan Woods. He does a nice job of spreading the play. Quarterback styley, Ryan Woods. I'm not convinced so far, but that ball forward there from Malumbi was short. But I want to be convinced. I want to be. Uh, I want to be sold, Ryan Woods. Do you hear too much anger at your football match? We will do, of course, sit five points behind um, Preston in the uh, in the sixth spot. I did do a load of notes for this show, listeners. I'm going to let you in a little secret. I did do a load of notes, and then I left them at home when I came out. So I'm trying to work from memory. 
Um, but from memory, I think Preston are in six as we as we start tonight's game on 50 points, and we're on 45. So um, we go to Preston on Saturday if uh, storms allow and another another storm coming in. There's a long ball forwards for John Daddy to chase down. It's going to run through to the goalkeeper. 15 minutes. A lot more tempo to the uh, game now from the Millwall side, which is good to see. He's taken that out. That's going to be a Millwall throw-in. The major criticism in the uh, Fulham game back in August was we set, uh, kind of stepped off them a little bit too much. But so far, we're, after the early early knock, we're taking the game to them more, which is good to see. Skalak to come and score. <laughs> uh, Skalak, I, I think Skalak is a new Thierry Racon, as I said earlier on. He's, he's kind of on the payroll, but doesn't seem to do anything. Be lovely to see him do something. He's coming and score. This is Jed Wallace. Great run there. He finds Marlon Romeo overlapping. 20 minutes. Marlon gets clipped. That's a penalty. Millwall penalty. 20 minutes. He got clipped. Got his ankles taken. As he cut inside. Good decision. Jed Wallace will take. 21 minutes on the stadium clock. Huge moment. Huge chance for the Lions to get ahead. Here we go. He's hit the crossbar, has gone over. Bloody hell. Missed. 21 minutes. Actually hit the crossbar, flicked the top of the crossbar as it went over the bar. There we are. It's been a dramatic game. The game against Fulham three, two years ago was dramatic. This is dramatic tonight, dear listeners. 22 minutes on the clock. All um, fed out leftwards to Murray. Finds his man. He's got John Daddy on the inside of him. John Daddy takes it away into the division. oh nice work there by Jack, uh, Jake Cooper kind of an unfamiliar winger role can he get John Daddy no it's just over overcooked unlucky you're looking increasingly dangerous on the flanks breaking down the flanks 23 minutes Well, as he's picked out Marlon beautifully on the right that's a beautiful ball that's a cross into the box oh it's batted off the line by the goalkeeper stays in play wow that was a cross that kind of drifted inwards and batted off the line by the goalkeeper at the last minute there. This is Murray, Murray Wallace on the, on the uh, left now. Wins a free kick. Did well there. Jed to take. It is a high line, as Neil says. He's going to float it in from the, from the left. It's into the mix. Oh, it's just tipped by John Daddy running on there. If that was an offside trap, it was sprung quite easily. I think it was meant to be an offside trap, but they're, they're getting past that, so... Unlucky John Daddy. It's one of his better games for the uh, for the Lions, dear listeners, so far. Fulham's passing starting to um, look a little bit ragged. 28 minutes after that fantastic start for them. They've been very much on the back foot as the half's worn on. Lions will be ruining that, that penalty miss. But overall, I think a very decent performance after a very cold start. Jake just getting himself stuck, ball stuck under his feet. He's a very tall boy. I walked um, past him as I came out of the game on the... On, uh, Sunday, he's a very tall man, so you don't realise when you're standing up here in the you know in the seating high. There's a ball forwards, it finds Jed Wallace, he's just overhit it. Goalkeeper does collect just he was trying to run on there. Moment. 30 goes 32 minutes. Unlucky. Once again, Fulham being forced all the way back to the goalkeeper to the applause of the den, the clientele of the den. A win tonight would really give a big boost to Millwall's energy for the season, whatever way you want to put it. A loss, obviously, I think probably will mean we're going to have to accept mid-table respectability, which is not a bad outcome for the season, but having had the little uh, taste of uh, excitement, you now want to see it through. This is John Daddy on the left. Nice ball forwards there on 35 minutes. This is Murray Wallace. He's done a nice little run. Ankle, ankle tap inside, actually. It's almost Johan Koyfex. This is Jason Malumbi. 
finds Tom Bradshaw inside the penalty. He just couldn't work his way through with the ball there. Fulham do bring away. They still, they just hoof it clear now. Back to Millwall. Mill keeping the pressure on. 35 and a half minutes. We seem to have so much more movement and um, you know pace and danger with Bradshaw up front. No sign as yet of Mason Bennett, who apparently has um, injured himself in training. A lot of possession for Fulham, but a lot of it is inside their own half, so not hugely dangerous since the um, opening move, which is the the, uh, the 13 in the in the centre circle. Time was in football when 13 was deemed an unlucky number, but now you see a lot more of it. I suppose with the uh, it was never deemed to be unlucky on the continent. I remember seeing. German sides with number 13 in their squad, whereas in England they went from sub yeah the number 12 and then number 14. If I remember, Gert Muller was number 13, as as, uh, as Neil rightly says. Baker's dozen. I never worked out why why 13 was unlucky. Really, I never. Um, maybe someone can tell me why is 13 unlucky? Is there any reason for it? Why isn't it unlucky in other places and it is unlucky in this country? I, I don't know. One thing that does look odd in the modern when you see old footage is the pass back to the goalkeeper. It looks really weird when you see it now, because it was the rule was changed in the early 90s, and I remember there being some confusion when goalkeepers suddenly couldn't pick the ball up. About 92, 93, something like that. I remember going to Watford, and the rule had just been brought in. I think we we we've scored. I got a free kick from a, a pass back. Yeah, but when you see old YouTube footage, it looks really weird. You know, one of the better rule changes, in my opinion. Fulham in possession now on the edge of the. Bill Pennage on the left side, jinking his way through. It's going to be a free kick. Dangerous position, dear listeners. 44 minutes, just left of the uh, of the D, straight into the wall. Back on, fired in from the rebound, straight along the uh, ground. Difficult take for for Bar, but he did well there, releasing Murray. It goes on a dribble. Oh, that almost found That was almost brilliant. Murray Wallace has got the confidence to go dribbling, dear listeners. And I don't mean out of his mouth. Well done, Murray. Jed Wallace, left-sided free kick. This will be last chance saloon. Get it. There we go. Jed takes. It's fired into the uh, the head of the... That was an awful, awful free kick, to be honest. That's half-time. Miller one, Fulham one. It's been a decent game. Uh, not bad half of football, Neil. I thought we'd done quite well after that initial knock. I think the only player that's not playing is Wallace, funny enough. Jed. Sorry, no, yeah, Jed Wallace. Jed. He's having one of his trying too hard nights, isn't he? Yeah, that was, that was a poor way to finish it. There we are at the break. It is Millwall 1, Fulham 1, dear listeners. Achtung Millwall and the Real Millwall Fan Show are the number one Millwall podcast and we want to hear from you. So get in touch with us. Let us know your thoughts, your views, your rants about all things Millwall. We've got email, achtungmillwall at gmail.com or one word, achtungmillwall at gmail.com. You can get in touch with us and leave us a voicemail on 0208 144 0232. That's 0208 144 0232. Leave us a voicemail. No human will be involved in the receipt of your message. So give us a shout. Tell us what you think about all things Millwall. And the best messages will be read out on air. <laughs> few half-time tweets here. Um, my, my wife has sent messages me saying, Lucky Lions, I think after the, uh, the offside goal. I'll... Um, Take that up with her later, I think. Uh, Doug in Sweden says, Bod looked a mile offside, but we had by far the better of the half. I agree with you there, 
Doug. Um, dare I say this system makes most players, apart from Malumbi, look good. He's been anonymous. And we were saying Jed Wallace hasn't had a great game. Malumbi has possibly yeah, been rather anonymous, Doug. Uh, Lee Harvey on Twitter says that Murray Wallace has just been described as a wing-back by the Sky commentator. Well, that's that's a high high praise indeed there, Lee. Mill halfway line says, well played. Mill Kev, who refused to shake a patronising Fulham fan fan's hand as he arrived at South Bermondsey. Well done, Kev. Not enough hatred in the game. Uh, Ryan Loftus, Mill going toe-to-toe with Fulham so far, probably having the better of it. Much better performance, more energy, more aggression. One all. Uh, Man in Block 11 says he's seen tourists posing for photos at the den after visiting M&M World. He's seen it all now, he says. John Kelly posts a picture of Jordan Archer, reserve goalkeeper tonight for Fulham, warming up. And there's uh, that Mill podcast. Definitely not offside. That Mill goal as the Fulham player kicked it on. So that may be what you said earlier on, Neil. Touch on from the touch on from the uh, the Fulham player there on that, that freeze frame there. Tony Monday, Woods has been outstanding. Murray Wallace not far behind, says Tony Monday. Keep this tempo up and it's there for the taking, says Tony. Mill Analytics. I love the idea of there being a Mill Analytics account. Uh, Woods and Murray Wallace are having blinders, he says. And finally, Oscar, the reporter, says a free kick by Jed to sum up his half. I think that's what you were saying, Neil. Uh, but superb by Mill after going behind. Scott Parker has lots to think about after being dominated in midfield, he says. Achtung, Mehlball. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome back to the second half. The listeners players are out on the pitch. I was interested to see Bart Bielkowski um, praying. Well, someone was, they were shouting wanker, wanker, but it wasn't at him, I don't think. He's actually doing a bit of praying down there and across of the sign of the cross at the end of it. He must be a very religious man. Well, what, it fascinates me, it does. So it's going to be a kick off second half, attacking a cold blow lane and in accordance with English common law since the days of the venerable Bede. Away we go. Big second half in front of us. A win would be fantastic, and we did enough in the first half to feel that we should have a lead. Beautiful control by John Daddy. He's, he's, he's looking much improved. It'd be great, absolutely great, if we start to see the true potential of some of these players, like John Daddy. Skalak is on the bench. Gary Rowett did talk about trying to disrupt the, the Fulham pattern of play. I'm not sure how much this 
try and act as a disruptor for their, their passing style. They have had a lot of possession, but it's been in fairly harmless areas. Though this is on the edge of the mill penalty area, pushing them backwards. Coming towards 47 minutes. I'm not sure how much the, the early goal disrupted Mill's pattern of play, but we certainly came on strong as a half went along. This is on the right now. Ball's in from deep, deep, deep. That's taken by Bart Belkowski there, easily enough. Nice work there by uh, Marlon Romeo. Dispossessed the full-on player there. Unfortunately, that move breaks down. Jared again conceding. He's not having the greatest of nights. It's to come down the left now into the box. That's going to run through. Murray does the right thing at the last moment there. He gets classed. He's gone for a throw-in. Fulham throw-in on the right. A little bit of early Fulham pressure. We need to um, see this through from the Cottagers. First job I ever had with a very uh, camp flamboyant colleague. Always going on about cottaging, which um, is not craven cottaging. I can tell you that much, dear listeners. Graham, probably long gone now. We're going back to the late 70s, early 80s. So probably God rest his soul, Graham. He was a, he was a very funny man. And um, was one of his um, regular catchphrases was cottaging. We'll leave it there. We'll leave that, leave that to hang, shall we say. Mill doing some nice balls over the top of the defence tonight for players to run through onto. That one there was uh, just a little bit short, unfortunately. She's gone for a Fulham throw-in. 51 minutes. Game's reached a fairly tense point. You get a sense it can go one or two ways here. Both sides will feel they want to win it. Both sides capable of winning it. 52 minutes. And the game is just in that um, zone of, uh, of balance. It's an absorbing contest. There's a ball into the middle. That should be hoof clear. Wow. Nice move by Fulham there into the middle penalty area, but hoof clear by, by Sean Hutchinson. Well, if Gary Rowley got his selection wrong on Sunday, I think he's got it right tonight because the, the uh, performance has been leaps and bounds ahead of what we saw against West Brom. Ryan Woods, ginger-headed Millwall player. I was trying to think of some ginger-headed... Dave Mehmet. Dave Mehmet. He's, I was going to say Dave Mehmet. Uh, the famous um, kind of red perm in the, uh, in the 70s and 80s. In the 80s? I think mean, certainly in the, in the 70s. Oh, there. Didn't we have... Um, Dennis, was it? We had, we had a, a guy there. I can't think of his name now. Was it Chad? Chad, Chad, Chad Wick? Yeah. Strawberry Blonde. Strawberry Blonde. <laughs> Pardon me. 64 minutes, we're approaching the halfway point of the second half. It's um, evenly balanced, really. I mean, both sides will feel they've got it in them to, to take the three points here. Um, Birdshit update, and I know people are interested. Birdshit is still here, dear listeners. I, I think this, me and this Birdshit are going to have a long-term relationship. This is Fulham on the edge of the mill penalty area. Also, quite long back Birdshit on the right. 65 minutes, more possession, possession. Trying to beat the uh, beat Murray over there. He's done well to stand his ground there, and that's going to go for Millwall throw-in. Well done, Murray Wallace. Chance for Jed to break. What can he do now? He's got no one in front of him. That's Sean Hutchinson making a, 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 a massive uh, sprint forwards. Well done, Sean Hutchinson. He gets clattered down. Really good work there by Sean Hutchinson. That was a tremendous sprint forwards. Put himself on offer and has got fouled winning Mill free kick. Great work, Sean Hutchinson. 69 minutes. I don't think I've seen the Millwall central defender surging forwards at such speed 
in a long time. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Someone who could. Tony Witter. I remember Kitch back at the old Cobo Lane once going on a dribble forwards. <laughs> it was a rare occurrence. Anyway, right sided free kick. Jed puts it into the middle. It bounces down. This is uh, Jason Malumbi. As we tick towards the 70th minute of the match. That's a nice take by John Daddy's fed through to Tom Bradshaw. What can he do? Oh, he's wide left. There was a moment of it. The angle was against him. He didn't get any power on the shot. That was a chance, but not, not, um, not done well by Tom Bradshaw. 75 minutes. Nice work with John Daddy to feed the ball through, though. That's that. We need to see more of that. Looks like a Millwall substitution. Who's this coming on? Ron Lennon. Bradshaw coming out. Leonard coming in. I don't know what the possession stats for this game would be like, but this ball breaks. It's oh, chance for John Daddy gets clattered as the ball was looping for the yellow cards. He put it um, quite a long way forward. Maybe that influenced the referee thing. That's not a red card there. There's yeah, there's another player in attendance. As it is a free kick. He did well to work the free kick. Let's say that. One of the better games for John Daly Budvarsson tonight, in my opinion. Chance for Ryan Woods to float the ball forwards. He does float it forwards. There's no one there, unfortunately. He floated into the wrong position. Well, Gary Rowick commented on the lack of energy in the uh, West Bromwich Albion performance. We've certainly brought some energy to the table tonight. With seven minutes to go. It's been a much improved performance. Pierce is coming out, he's going for it. Yeah. Smith comes in. There's defender out, Smith in. Skalak's in. Who's just coming out? Ryan Woods comes out, Skalak comes in. I think he's rolling the dice now. He's having a go. Fair play. Skalak. <laughs> I suppose the, this, the gamble, I mean, if we lose tonight, it's mid-table, we're, we're drifting that way, now we have a draw in a sense, so why not gamble? Ball's floated into the mix, it's bouncing around, over the bar, goal kick. 86 minutes, Gary Rowett rolls the dice, dear listeners. The tumbling dice, street shooter by Bad Company. There's an album from the past, used to have a couple of dice on the front cover. Breaking proceedings whilst the Fulham player receives emergency medical treatment for gunshot wounds or something like that, I guess. Fulham player being guided to the, the shortest distance off the pitch. It should be yellow carded. He's deliberately walking a long route. And now he's walked the shortest route. 87 minutes, so a bit of extra time added for that. I'm sure there's one or two remarks being thrown at him by the lower of the, uh, the cold bone lane end. He was trying to walk the long way and the referee guided him almost physically, almost physically off the pitch. My name is Neil Andrews and I'm a gambling addict. He's, he's, he's been looking at his phone all night. Listen, you, you wonder why you haven't had the insight and the normal, you know, barbed wit from him. It's because he's been studying his fucking phone. Gambling is a curse. Yes. I could have won 16 quid though. He could have won 16 pounds. Long ball forwards. This is John Daddy on the left there. Just running into trouble slightly. Gone for a Fulham throw. That's ball down the middle from Fulham. That's all the way back to Bielkowski. No goal. Three minutes. Get it forwards, Bart. Fulham trying to spread play leftwards. They do it quite well there. This is a chance for them to come down the left. There's a. Let's put that out for a, a corner. Jed Jed's challenge is taking it off for a corner, the referee says. So left sided corner. 
Probably about 90 seconds of time to go. Near post. He's hit the crossbar. Wow, flick header. Hit the crossbar. Mill dodge a bullet. Hoofed backwards and forwards. It falls to Jed. Trying to find John Daddy. Takes some turns. Can he get some control? He gets clipped. That's the final whistle. Ooh. Referee blows up just as a Mill free kick was taking place. So it finishes, Millwall won, Fulham won. Fair result for you, Neil? No, no, we should have won that. Feels like we lost three points to me. After the penalty. Two points, yeah. Two points, yeah, you're right. Better luck a bit, but not better than it was Sunday. Better performance. Um, my standout man in the match tonight, I'm going to pick um, I'm going to pick Murray Wallace. I thought he did really well tonight. Uh, him or Bo Varson? Bo yeah, another good show. Achtung. So there we have it, dear listeners. It finished one all in the end, possibly a result that neither side um, particularly would have chosen. Um, both really wanted the win uh, for them to boost their automatic chances and the Lions to get closer to the top six position. But there we have it. It was a, a much improved performance, I felt, from Sunday. Uh, and certainly that's the collective view that I've been reading on on Twitter. Um, standout players last night, you could probably pick, take your pick between Murray Wallace and, and uh, John Daddy Bovarsen, which is nice to say because he's uh, been a player that's had a difficult season so far. But Murray is, as, as you all know, he's one of my favourite players because I do like a functional um, mill player that um, achieves more than he really should do. Um, Gary Rowett speaking after the game, also spoke of it being a much better performance. Um, it refers to um, us having less recovery time than Fulham, but uh, in the Championship, you've got to deal with it. Um, we recovered well from a set-piece goal. It was a very sloppy goal to concede, I felt, in the uh, opening, was it two minutes? Um, very poor defending. We, 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 there's just elements at times, we, when we play well, we play very well. When we play uh, poorly, we're, we're awful, and that was an awful goal to concede in such a big game. Um, referring to Jed, who appears to be off his game at the moment. Now, there could be many reasons for that. And I am amazed at what people will post online. I've seen a tweet where some guys actually um, you know, added him, Jed Wallace, telling him he didn't turn up. And, you know, there, there may be all sorts of reasons for it. And also, you know, anyone listening out there that is so single-minded and myopic to think that nothing else happens in a player's life. There could be many other reasons. You don't know what domestic reasons, not family reasons. It could be anything that produced um, the current, um, well, the bad form last night and current run of, of, of um, less than Jed-like performances. I sometimes think social media is one of the worst things that have ever has ever happened to humanity, let alone uh, football. But anyway, that's just my own view. After last night's game, the league table is left with Mill now in 11th position on 46 points. Um, I'm just starting to get a little bit concerned, you too probably, as a Millwall follower, that Preston, who we play on Saturday, are now on 53 points. So we're now seven points off of six spots. Um, so that's at least two results and, and a draw. Um, and let's not talk about goal difference because they've got an 11 plus goal difference to our one, which makes it hard. There are only 14 games to go and a trip to Preston on Saturday is going to be a tough one. The wind and the rain is going to be swirling around Deepdale, so um, we need a we need a result. Let's let's hope that we are on the game like we were last night because it was a decent performance, and we've just come off of a, a, a few disappointing, um, you know, games, and that was good to see last night. But certainly, um, 
upper table will be an incredible finish. Um, Mid-table respectability will be pretty good, but upper table will be an amazing performance. Um, the playoffs are not out of the picture, but let's let's be realistic, all you social media warriors out there. Let's be realistic. Manage your expectations, as a good friend of mine always says. Just a few comments from Twitter as I'm, I'm trying to get this show out in a, in a bit of a hurry. Got a, a busy day, busy afternoon ahead of me anyway. Um, so Mill halfway line says, obviously, a frustrating. it's frustrating missing the penalty. And we really could have won the game at bloody old Bradshaw. I think he's talking about the second half chance where Bradshaw pulled leftwards. Um, on the other hand, says Mill halfway line, that was a good performance and particularly impressed with both Larson and Ryan Woods, uh, mentioned so far. Ryan Loftus was happy with that performance, lots of energy. The players picked themselves up from a tough few weeks and we've come a long way from that 4-0 loss at Craven Cottage back at the start of the season. Good point there, Ryan. Michael Calvin, the uh, the respected journal and author, says he suspects the Docker stand deserves an assist for the uh, for the Mill equaliser. The line was all over the place. Um, some controversy. There was there's a, a photo posted by that Millwall podcast showing a Fulham boot involved in the ball going um, through to Bavarsen. So whether the referee saw that or whether we just got lucky on the night, whether the, the lower stand influenced the linesman, I don't know what. But anyway, it was a goal. And I think um, had there have been the dread VR, which none of us want, VAR, which I think is a curse on the game, um, we might still have got that goal. Anyway, there we are. John Kelly says Murray Wallace had another really good game, which you're almost taking for granted at this stage, which is true. We are starting to take Murray for granted, but every game that he plays where he does well, I always notice. I, I dare say you do too, dear listener. Neil Fizzler, another journalist, respected journalist out there, says an outstanding decision from the officials in the face of uh, fierce pressure from Fulham. Um, Bridport Lyon, much better performance from Woods. Best game so far. Murray Wallace, uh, very good. And John, J, uh, John Daddy Bodvarsson's best game too. Clear we need better up top. I uh, misread that up. So in, in terms of forward players. Dave McKenna was impressed with Bodvarsson. Like you said, he's referring to another poster. He needs to run onto the ball as his movement is very good. The pass to Bradshaw was class. Um, the feature of the game last night with the balls over the top. I thought we did very well with those. And clearly that's going to exploit with Varson and the space behind defenders, which is a critical area. Jack Clark talking about the Fulham player, Harry Arter, it turned out to be, should have been sent off. Um, in, in that incident. They deservedly got a yellow, but it should have got another one for persistent moaning at the referee. Even if he, as he was getting substituted off, he was too scared to come by the side of the pitch by our fans and then mouths off as he walked past. Um, I missed that bit, but I did see the referee almost physically shield, you know, guiding him off the off the pitch. Charlie NFC refers to the difference from Sunday, which was unreal, says Charlie. Good point against a very, very good team. Malumbi is far too good for this division. And Murray Wallace fast becoming Charlie's favourite player too. Uh, join the club, Charlie. Join the club, mate. And David Sylvester won't knock Jed as he puts himself in the firing line to be shot at every time. I know that feeling, David. Um, he'll have a flurry of games where he's unreal and the flurry where he frustrates. He'll take that. So all in all, a good point. One, whether it's going to be enough to you know, kickstart um, a, a, another surge towards the playoffs, who knows? A few results starting at Preston and it might just be back on the cards. But let's be realistic out there. Thank you for listening to this uh, midweek sports special, uh, sports night with Coleman style um, review of last night's game. I hope you enjoyed it and I will see you again probably after the 
Bristol City game on the 29th. So in the meanwhile, it's Arriva, Dirty, Millwall. Thanks for listening. Achtung, Millwall. 